Jane. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. It's been a, uh, I don't know if I'd call it fun show. It's been a interesting show so far. You've I've been handled tra- yourself I well. have had one blow up so far. Yeah, you've handled your- About the situation with Nebraska men's basketball. Again, if you're just tuning in, Trev Alberts, Nebraska's AD, informed us last night that Fred Hoiberg will be back for next year. A slight... Reduction in salary from 3.5 mil to 3.25 mil, and he will have a, have his buyout go from 18 and a half million down to 11. That's it. Nice. That's all. No, and, actually, and 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 any any coaching changes will be on Fred's timeline and at his will. Whatever you want to do, Fred. <laughs> now, Jake, you misrepresented a little bit. His, Why? His buyout would actually go from 15 million next season. To eleven. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, all right. Still so not still, much. Still a big buyout. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Oh yeah. The, again, I know. I, I know. I do this. I repeat myself. Wet blanket had maybe the best text of the day. The most astute. Fred went to the negotiation negotiating table with all the leverage, because he was walking out of there with eighteen point five million, no matter what. Yep. No matter what the resolution was he was getting 18.5 right that's what he had that's what he had he had all the power this is not us being critical of trev alberts because trev alberts walked into a bad negotiation situation all right yep yeah i'm not being critical i know the the easy thing is to get mad at trev for not making a move but yeah 18 and a half million through a pandemic right now where a lot of money's been lost Mm -hmm. and you have and you have the new facility you are you are trying to get paid for and right, you have a new facility, and you're right. you're really you're dealing it's with a lot facilities of facilities right. issues. It's a lot of money. There's a track that they're trying yes. to finish up over on Innovation Campus. Somebody mentioned a swimming pool. I don't know about that. I'll ask Trevor about that today. Um, let's get a, let's get a hang call. On, and see what, can I can I read one text before that? Of course. This is from Thomas. I appreciate you asking me though. Yeah, I, <laughs> like you asked me, <laughs> Jake. Can I say something real quick? <laughs> All right, go ahead. This is from Thomas, referring to uh, what you said that 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 Fred does care. Yeah, he cares. Thomas, Thomas says this. Oh, Fred does zero coaching whatsoever, but he slammed the ball one time, so he cares. Got it, sip. I think he cares. He I slammed. Do. The I mean, ball I know once. that. I know that that Fred's preparation is he gets his teams ready schematically. He gets them, you know, game plan wise in good shape. Um, He's, he's, he's do, I mean, he's failing at getting his guys to execute at a very high level, (laughs) failing at a very high level. Right. right. Uh, Okay. We'll take your calls and texts 402-464-5685. Jeff, you're up first. You're on early break. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just going to take kind of the opposite view of you guys. And okay. It's not because I think Fred's 
or Hoiberg's done such a great job or, you know, it's hard to really evaluate him because he came in in a, a weird situation kind of late and really didn't have any players coming back. That's it's, true. So basically had to get, you know, a whole bunch of new guys, um, you know, make them play together. Then And then the next year, you know, he had COVID uh, situation. I mean, yeah, the team wasn't great, but it was just a, a weird year to play and to try to, you know, bring a team together with all the situations there. And then, you know, this year, but on the bright side, if you think about it, okay, like nobody really necessarily thought Delano Blanton would go to the NBA. Um, he would, So if he didn't, he would be on this team, um, you know, and he did bring in a f- true five-star because whatever you want to say, uh, Bryce, you know, he's, he is the best freshman probably in the Big Ten, and he, he's a, a really good player. You know, whether he stays here or not is, you know, beyond the point, but he brought in a five-star that's never been done. Um, you know, so there's a lot of positives, and really if you think about it, the only thing that I would say is he just doesn't seem to be, or his recruiting staff doesn't seem to be identify guys that are actually good at, uh, three-point shooters, and that's their main problem because they want to do that and they don't do it well. But if you took this team and let's just imagine a world where three of the guys are hitting at a 38% clip on the threes, it would change you know, pretty much everything about the, the team. And, and that's what they need is some good you know, three-point shooters. They don't have it, and that is his job to find those guys but for whatever reason, the ones he you know chose just haven't been able to show they can consistently do it in games. But I mean, he's the same guy that everybody was really excited about yep. three yep. years ago, and then everybody acts like he's some bum, you know, because three years later he struggled. Mm-hmm. But most of the Nebraska coaches that have been through you know the basketball program, you know, have had struggles, and I think he. Ha- came in with a really tough time okay tough situation okay now that's fair what now we and we don't do probably a good enough job thank you Jeff we probably don't do a good enough job Jake of pointing out what he walked into and he did have to put together or let's put it this way he did put together a roster in a month his first year now did he have to do that mm. Again, that's something you'd you'd have to go back and look at, and it's tricky. It's tricky because you don't know which guys were going to come back for sure. Um, I, I I don't know. That's a tricky one. I've had people say, "Sip, it wasn't that bad." He had some guys that he could have brought back. He ended up bringing back only Thor, I think. Yep. Um, now, but he did walk into a tough situation. This goes back the to- sec- the second year was COVID. But I now this is where me I butt heads with a lot of fans. COVID shut down Nebraska's program for a month, and they had to play 14 games in 29 days. And Fred always points that out. You know, we had to play that 14 games in 29 days, and that's so tough to do. I don't know. I I have I struggle with that. First of all, everybody dealt with COVID. Yep. And if you didn't deal with it well, that's sort of on you too, by the way. I mean, because everyone dealt with it. Yeah, exactly. Right, everyone dealt with it. Right. It wasn't like Nebraska was in a vacuum in that conversation. Now, maybe you'd say some dealt with it, and it was harder for some than others. I don't know. Everybody dealt with it. So, 
In 14 games in 29 days, yeah, it's not easy. But those kids play in AAU. They'll play three games in a day. It's not – come on. I mean, Fred always presented that as, as some sort of torture. Come on. I mean, kids want to play basketball. I know when I played, I would have loved it. We're playing 14 and 29? Bring it. You don't get that. I mean, come on. But anyway, you can debate that debate that part. You can't debate anything about this year. That's the thing. This year, and Jeff glossed over it. You can't gloss over this year. This was an unmitigated disaster. There, there were people like Andy Katz who thought this could be a 10 seed in oh, the NCAA tournament. Okay, then they just underachieved at a grossly high level. Well, that's Yeah, exactly. It, it, both both worlds are either, right. either underachieved or just never good. Either one of the two. Right. And nobody, hey, Jeff, here's the thing. Nobody's saying Fred's a bum. I don't think he's a bum. I think he's a good I think he's probably a good coach, but you can't say it's worked here. I, to you, any degree. He's done a good enough job over the course of his career to say he's a good coach. Now, you wonder if he's lost it a little bit. I mean, he he about had the Bulls in the playoffs at one point, up 2-1 to one on the Celtics when Rahan Rondo went down. I got Rajan, that. Rajan. Okay, it's not Rahan it's Rondo. Not, it's never been Rahan. Okay. Look uh, at Harrison. He's I'm dying sorry, Harrison. over there. Um, second time you got that wrong. Iowa State. Iowa State. Sweet 16. Etc. He he's his resume is his resume. He's done well. He hasn't done well here. But nobody, Jeff, nobody's calling him a bum. I'm not calling him a bum. This tenure's been a a bum. Yeah, tenure. And this situation breeds cynicism for sure. I mean, it's you know, <laughs> it's just the hard man, not to the be. Man, the man made the tournament four out of five years at Iowa State, and they have not been any work. Close to doing anything. Right, he's like not that. a so that that's part of his resume that would suggest he knows what he's doing. Now <laughs> this resume shows he doesn't. Right again, it's uh, yeah, it's a difficult situation, and it's I don't know, Jake. I think you've done a good job of holding yourself together because I think you understand it. I, that's the key. Oh, I, I think we all understand what's going on. I, here. I just am right? disappointed that we're where we are. Tied down to something because of an extreme amount of money. That's, that's it. Owed. Well, that's, but you that's, at least that's, you that's understand it. Because we talked about a list of pros and cons last week about hey, Fred Hoiberg, keep him or fire him. I mean, the only pro to keeping him was the buyout's too big. All the cons were saying hey, right. well, that's it. You understand it. I mean, one thing I here's could, a list of things why he should be gone, and here's the one that he should be stay, and that, and that's the one that wins. Is one good question money. for Trev would be: Could you have gotten it to eighteen point five? Could you have gotten? To, did you have it? I mean, did could you did you have that money in place, and just decide that you didn't want to do it? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how that. I don't know what that picture looked like. Where, was he just okay? Now, Trev, I I think is basically saying to people that I don't. Trev is not down with paying buy at big buyouts. I think he wants that to change. I'm going to ask him about that. Yeah, like that's an exorbitant buyout. That's not good business. Right, Trev has been influenced by by business leaders in this state, and he talks about these contracts in those terms. This is that would have been bad business. Bill Moose, well, yeah, I guess Moose, you'd say, created this situation that's just sort of bad business. Yeah, yeah, he sure did. Now, the one thing I would say though, that kind of on Moose's behalf, he gave him an extension after last season secretly how many people would have pushed back at that time on that i don't know i uh, you think a lot of people yeah. would have do you 
Yeah. A lot of people support Fred. At that point, he would have been, let's see, after, but it was after, after COVID second season. year. Yeah, it was after COVID season. He would have been 14 and 45. I know, but I, I mean, he on. gets a lot of support. So No, no, that would not, there's a reason why that was private. <laughs> there's a reason why that was not out there, because that would not have been supported. Once again, once again, Extension? Fred. Once again, Fred, Fred, just shrewd from a business standpoint. I mean, I, I he is my shrewd. Agent. I want him as my yeah, agent. Yeah, Fred is shrewd. Okay, you there's there's, I mean, I, I I don't know what to say except that, and he went to the and he went to the table with all the leverage. All the leverage. All right, here's a couple of texts coming in. You can also you can also call four zero two four six four five six eight five. Here's from Bird in Columbus. Okay, Bird he says I just can't understand all these glass half full folks. It's garbage, grabbing at straws. There has to be accountability. Every other coach managed to not finish DFL dead last in a COVID year. Yeah, I know. I don't buy all that. It's I don't. I don't. Scott, that team wasn't very good last year. I, COVID or not, I mean that. that come on, uh, Scott. This goes back to what, uh, supporting you on this. Says uh, the excuse for 14 games in 29 days is a joke. These are D1 athletes. Access to the best facilities, nutrition, rehab, therapy, etc. Plus, like Sip said, they want to play. All athletes want to play. Great That's text. That's not an excuse. Great text. I'm always ama- amazed by how much, how many media glom on to that and, and just nod their head when Fred says it. 14 games in 29 days sounds like a dream to a lot of players. A, a good one. Really, we just get to play, man. We get to play. And, and he's right. That's a great text because it points out how much nutrition – the facilities. You guys have it good. They have oh, it they have it incredibly they well. Have it very good. Fourteen games in twenty nine days with the best nutrition you could, known to man. Okay, I know. Known to man. All right, the best setup, the best facility over there that you could imagine. Have you ever been in a Hendricks training facility? I have. It is. You gorgeous. walk in, it's like a casino. It's I mean, amazing. It's marble everywhere. Yep, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, there's. Don't don't please media come at me with 14 games in 29 days was unfair. Don't just nod your head when Fred says that. Yeah, you're right. That's really draconian. BS. That's not draconian. Okay? Kids will play three games in one day sometimes and have fun doing it. Ah, but sip it's the Big Ten. Ah, I don't want to hear it. That's a lame excuse. Now, people will attack you for that. They'll attack you for saying that. But I don't. I do not buy that. Yeah. From Shane and Lincoln, it is, this is going to be important. He says, "You know, can you imagine the stands next year at PBA? They'd better hope to God they're selling beer for next year's season. There'll be fans in the stands next year. Though I'm not. I wouldn't. If I was the AD, I wouldn't worry about that. I, I'm. I'm just. I know. I know you're not. There'll, there'll be fans. There'll be fans. There. There'll not be empty. There's, but I'm curious to see the renewal rate. It might be down a little ticket. bit. I have talked to pretty much everybody I know that has season tickets. Say they're not planning to get season tickets next year. You'll be down. They'll be fans. They'll be for the for the opening game next season. I don't even know what it is. There'll be twelve thousand people in that place. Okay, and if they lose at a high rate, it'll go down to six thousand, and it'll still be pretty good. Six thousand. A lot of places take that. Did you see Northwestern game the other night? They'd, they'd love six thousand. Yeah. See Northwestern game the other night. Probably 
2,000 fans in that place. Uh, Joe P. has a good way to look at this. <clears throat> he says, I'm excited to move down to uh, Bowl 2 from Bowl 3 because it's going to be cheaper tickets yeah, and more availability yeah, yeah. there. Oh, they'll be this, fans. Yeah, this is like this is a buying time, I guess. If, that, you, if you want to buy low, I, I I was driving by on O Street. If you drive by that overpass, you know on West O, yeah. you drive by the overpass, and I, I and I uh, I don't know why me and my grandson Alex were talking about Nebraska basketball. I was, I was asking him if he knew anything about it. He doesn't even follow it. He's a pro basketball guy. But I said, just look to your right. Look to your right right now. That's where they play. Look at that arena. Man, that arena is gorgeous. It's, it is beautiful. You and you look down from the overpass down that whatever street that is and see it. That's a gorgeous area. Nebraska's set up incredibly well. Yeah. This, so don't the, the, the excuses to be bad just don't exist. Right. They don't exist. When They've people taken them away. Yeah. I've obviously easily triggered, but the that part of the discussion, when they say sip, there's never been any expectations. It drives me insane it should almost. drive you insane. Drive in from the, when you're driving in to Lincoln from the north, and you you look off to one side, and there's Memorial Stadium. Just say you're a dude coming in. Hey, honey, honey, hey, honey. I mean, you're coming in from North Carolina, and you're driving cross country, and, and you're a big football sure. fan or a big college sports fan. You say, honey, I want to drive into Lincoln real fast and just check out their stadium. You're like, whoa. Yeah. We're coming right in, there. and there on the left is that gorgeous football stadium, and there on your right, honey, that's where they that's where yeah, they nice play baseball, basketball. They get everything. It's beautiful. Yeah, and look at that basketball arena. Hold on now. We're going to drive over there. Yep. I want to drive through that hay market. That's I want, pretty cool. I want to drive. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a ride. It looks like we can just get over there real easy. You drive over there, you're like, this is where Nebraska – this is Nebraska? Yeah. <laughs> they the, play at this arena? The team at – Sucks. That's the nicest damn arena I've ever seen. Exactly. And look at this area. They care. They and what was their record? Honey, look at Wikipedia. Get get call up Hoiberg. I can drive. Went, I can't do one, this. They went one in nineteen. I can't drive. I, I gotta drive. You look up Wikipedia. Just call up. All you gotta do is type in Fred Hoiberg Wiki. <laughs> oh, and look at his record. Uh, honey, he's like, um, he's six. He's twenty one and sixty. He's twenty one sixty six. No, honey, he's sixty six and twenty. No, he's tw- no, honey, he's twenty one. He was seven and twenty. Now wait a second. Thirty. Who was a coach before him? Who was a coach before him? Look up him. Uh, Tim, Miles. Tim Miles. Tim Miles. <laughs> How many NCAA tournament games did he win? This place is beautiful. What was this place built? <laughs> exactly. What's wrong with this? Don't city? give me. Don't give me no expectations yeah. here. Don't do it. Don't do it. I've, I grew up here, okay? I grew up here, and I saw some good basketball here. DP the other day, I'll talk to DP about this on the air. DP is saying they don't recruit big men here. They can't recruit big men here. We we glossed over some guys that were great. Andre Smith was a great big man. All, I think he's a big eight player of the year. Carl McPipe was a great big man. Hoppin was a great big man. Benson was a great big man. Rich King was a great big man. You can get big men here. Now, it's Andre Smith was a small big man. Recently, though. Yeah, have had him for a yeah, long time. Yeah, but you've got him. And, and they've played great basketball at this place. They've played great basketball at this place. All right. You saw Justin Patton go to Creighton, Omaha guy. Right. Could have had him here, possibly. Yeah. I don't don't come at me with you can't win here. That's the lamest cop out ever. Okay? It's the lamest cop out ever. And we just I I mean, we use that lamest cop out ever to pay coaches exorbitant yep. exorbitant contracts to do nothing. That's 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 hard. That's hard language, but it's true. Doc said earlier, uh, D-O-C-K, Doc, D-O-C-K, that not Nebraska, Nebraska athletics is basically Enron. Huh. 
Well, 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 and Ron Braskase. Yeah. yeah, I mean that. There's a feel. There's that. that there's that kind of that feel, right? It's kind of a nasty, unseemly feel, right? That we're paying these guys a lot of money, man. Yeah, there's yeah. a guys to walk out of here. Yeah, it's like like corporate America where a CEO fails and you pay him $10 million to go out the door. The board, the board signs off on paying the CEO who failed miserably $10 million to go off, to go off, to go off the board, to go leave. That, yeah, it feels like we do that a little bit here. It feels a little Enron-ish. Again, not created, this is not created by the city in AD. It's, it's created in some ways by college athletics. It's not really – you can't assign blame necessarily except that's just the way it is. Coaches command – Big Ten coaches command extremely high contracts. What if that coach at Michigan State, the football coach, fails? He's got to get a – it doesn't matter if he fails financially. He's – what's his buyout? What's his name? Who? The head coach at Michigan State. Tom Izzo. No. Oh, Mel football. Tucker? Yeah. Tucker, what – yeah, Tucker's got to – He's 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 extraordinarily rich no matter what. What if they what if they go five hundred next year? You're paying him nine point nine five million. Yeah, it feels that's college. That's college. That's the that's the collegiate model. I don't can't really blame anybody for that, right? No, there's no you can't assess blame. That's we've 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 contributed to it. Can't get out of our own ways. It is what it is. We keep getting in our way. It's, but like, it's kind of fascinating is in a it way. Though? <laughs> yeah, no, fascinating no. Fascinating to that, a horrible No, no, extent. no, you're right. I should not say that. It's a turnoff. And I'd worry about that if I were if I were an AD. If I were a coach, I'd worry about it. It's This conversation is a turnoff to many people. It is, right? You're turned off by yeah, it. Yeah, you're, you're taking loyalty for granted here if you're That's a Trev problem. Albers. No, no, you're not. No, no, not Trev. He's. It, you understand, he's been backed into this situation. I, he walked okay. into so it. Who's taking loyalty for granted then? The coaches? Mm, they're not. No, I mean. Some, there's loyalty taken for granted by somebody here. Yeah. Because I, I'm a loyal fan, and I have not been loyal this year at all. No, I don't. Because I, I want to see a product that, that I actually don't think shows you can, that they are trying. I don't think after. it's fair, obviously, to say Trev Alberts has taken your loyalty for granted. He's backed into a... He if it's have, not him, then somebody has. Well, then you Allowing could say... Allowing this to keep going on is part... Is, you know, I, maybe Moose Bill, did. Moose, I'd Bill say Moose. Moose yeah, Fine. I'd say Moose did to a certain extent. But you can't... It doesn't stop at Bill Moose. You understand that? Yeah. It, it His superiors had to sign off on this, too. On these... Oh, yeah. Ronnie Green Ronnie and Green. Ted Carter. Yep. They signed off on that extension that, that Trev signed. They signed off on the contracts. You, Jake, nor neither you nor I fought Fred's contract at all initially. No, we did not. We 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 said back up the Brinks truck. I would so say, it's a little hypocritical for us. I'm the hypocrite yeah. on the show, according to Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Um the, Kevin. but it's a little hypocritical for us to to criticize Fred making all this money for doing nothing when we we said back up the Brinks truck, get him. But we didn't also say give him an extension after the second season. That was terrible. Right. We're allowed to be wrong 
early on. But when you when you double down on that, they double after down. two years of suck. Right. That's what was the problem. Yeah, that's here. the trouble. That's trouble. That's the yeah, issue. Is I the doubling down after two years of crap? Right. And yeah, putting no. us in this bind. Yeah, and making that buyout eighteen. It's fine. It's fine to be wrong about the initial hire. It is not fine to what to do what Bill Moose did. And giving the extension after two years. No, of they suck. no, and they and they they created they that they created that incredible out. buyout. Yep. And they but but the administration signed off on it. But we were not critical of it when they did it. Not the initial one. No, it wasn't. But we didn't know about the this, this extension though that happened after year two. I know, but it still would have been an exorbitant buyout even without that extension. It still would have been fifteen million. The fact that it went up though is the sad part. The fact that the buyout went up and the extension was made is the sad part here. Hey, by the way, caller six right now is gonna win a free haircut from Great Clips. Caller six four zero two four six four five six eight five. We got seven wonderful Lincoln locations. Caller six gets a free haircut from Great Clips. Call us up four six four five six eight five. More next on early break on the ticket. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts.